0: Point
1: Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running. Commit.
2: flip off Hello and welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of his Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you'd like to join our discussion, please call us at one. 1- eight four four seven 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 nine two eight that's one eight four four triple seven SWAT or you can email us at ask at SWAT dot com. That's Ask A S K at SWAT dot com. Um Doug had to step out um for a second, so it's just gonna be me on the air for a little bit, so we would love to have you uh call and uh you know make sure that I don't have any dead space going on uh while we're uh Waiting for him to get back, he got a, a call. He was on hold for, with the VA for about uh, uh, 40 minutes, and they finally got on to him. So uh, he you know, kind of had to take that call real quickly. But I guess we can go and uh, look at what's going on in the news today. Um, I guess the biggest thing, I've well, I don't know if it's the biggest thing, but the biggest thing to me is that um, the – oh, here he is. Uh, we're just talking about the news. and uh, what's The about- news
1: is – the VA is horrible <laughs> in trying to get things done. They still need help. Congressman Rutherford, if you're listening, please do something. It's absolutely ridiculous. You sit on hold. Sorry, folks. Were you able to get a, scheduled? No. Oh. uh it, It's just, you know, well, and and what I have, this is what's so sad, is what I deal with is not life-threatening. It's mm. not, it, it's not you know, like um, dealing with missing limbs and stuff like that. There's there's military guys out there that are really struggling, and it's so hard to get into people. It's just really tough. And so, hey, I also wanted to let you people know, this is a time of year uh, that you're getting scam emails. Please Mm. check your emails. Make sure that you don't fall. I got one. From PayPal that said, my order was accepted for uh, $800 from somebody named Duran Duran. Wow. Duran Duran 799 at gmail.com. <laughs> I don't think he works for PayPal. What do you think? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. So anyway.
2: I didn't uh, know that Duran Duran was that uh, hard <laughs> up for money, though. Isn't
1: that crazy? <laughs> I mean, folks, people are trying to scam every which way. At this time of year, please be careful um, of what you get on your email solicitations for money. Uh, These scammers uh, are really good at imitating. In fact, uh, I don't know if you saw this, Taylor, the other day, the FBI got hacked. They actually hacked their server Uh and sent emails out to people, which would have came across looking like a legitimate email from the FBI. So uh, you need to be careful this time of year and especially don't send money to people that you don't know. Don't send money um, through the Internet unless you know it's a secure site. And so and there are secure sites like, you know, our site secure. Uh, a lot of ministry sites have uh, security in there uh, to where, you know, you know, you know that it's it's it is going to their site. So yeah so sorry I'm, I'm sorry for that little delay taylor i kind of put you on the hook there for a second oh but, yeah no uh, problem i was just about
2: to get in the news and uh what i was seeing as the biggest thing in the news is obviously uh the closing arguments uh for the Kyle rittenhouse uh, uh trial uh so I well was it's it's, it's big one.
1: they're carrying it on a lot of stations i guess they were kind of show uh, the closing arguments uh, i saw that
2: youtube though cut down any independent streaming of uh of that so yes that they did get it through yeah yeah
1: well, and um they said that all the businesses in Kenosha are getting boarded up ahead of the verdict um because um you know they're they're anticipating people um yeah. to kind of
2: well and the governor had called in uh, a couple of days ago, I think a hundred national guardsmen five hundred now oh wow, yeah, five hundred so I, I saw some people you know uh saying that that they thought that that was him trying to pressure the jury into giving a guilty vote, uh, saying, hey, look, this is what's going to happen if if you don't. Um, but I don't know about that. That's just uh, speculation. I did see, though, that the uh, the DA or the assistant DA uh, said in his closing arguments that you lose the right to self-defense when you're the one who brought the gun. As he said that. Um, he also said that uh, the crowd was full of heroes who tried to stop an active shooter, that active shooter being Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, yeah, so – Pretty, <laughs> two completely different views of the world, I think.
1: Uh, well, there. yeah, I also heard the prosecutor say that you do not have a right to shoot somebody who's just committing arson. That's not true. If you know somebody's trying to burn a house and somebody's in that house, you can legally use deadly force to keep them from doing that. Mm. People have been burned in houses that have been started with fire. That is it, the, the, the definition of being able to use deadly force is if you think somebody is in grave danger of bodily harm or their life is at risk. And I would say if you're in a house that somebody's setting fire to or a business somebody's firing to, you could be in danger. So I think any reasonable person would say that. Uh, I I did think it was interesting too. I was I, you know and I didn't I didn't follow the whole thing, but I did listen to. Uh, One of the uh, charges that was brought was that he was charged with having a short barrel rifle Mm -hmm. that uh, is supposed to be a length less than 16 inches measured from the breech uh, or having an overall length of less than 26 inches. And the gun didn't fit that. The rifle did not fit that Mm -hmm. description. So that should have been thrown out from the beginning. That's an easy one to do. If you measure it and it doesn't fit, that you cannot be charged with that crime.
2: Yeah, and and uh, the judge threw it out this morning, but yeah. why it was even there. Yeah, why, in the first why, place, it shouldn't yeah.
1: have been there. That's see, that's that's kind of crazy. But anyway, they are uh, they are deliberating that. Uh, a lot of other things going on in the news. Uh, I I don't know if you heard at least from a. Uh, I know Florida fans were pretty. Uh, upset this weekend that they almost got beat by sanford i saw that (laughs) that's sanford s-a-m-f-o-r-d not stanford yeah yeah uh it was uh woo, it was like a basketball game it's like 55 to 70 or something and so uh i think they fired the uh defensive coordinator and uh so oh after that yeah and um i don't know also in the news russia shot down a satellite oh wow yep uh, really I, uh, didn't, I didn't see and that it, they shot down a satellite over the weekend um and oh. uh, and it's debris kind of going out in space everywhere nasa reported that not making big news though not sure why you would think that's a pretty big deal yeah. uh that they shot down um well, how about the news that uh, our embassy got uh, overthrown,
2: overrun by Houthi rebels, and they took uh, people in ca- Yemen? Yeah, or,
1: yeah, or Sudan was it? In, it, it was in, in Yemen. Yemen. Yeah,
2: and I I saw one article about that, or no, two or three articles about that tops, and I haven't seen any update on it since. Um, you would think that would be like national news, uh, you know, wall to wall coverage of it, but
1: it's not. Well, and uh, for all you people out there that like. Tyson chicken, whether it's the frozen chicken you make uh, chicken nuggets with or or whatever, they are raising their prices again. Mm. Uh, they're saying that chicken prices have risen about 20%. Wow. 20% in the last year. And pork and beef has gone up 30 in the mid-30s. Mm. So uh, think about that. So that means, folks, if you were paying ten dollars, now you're paying thirteen. Uh, that's that's a lot. Of, that's a lot, that's a pretty big jump in a year. Yeah. So a uh, lot going on there. But uh, I'm glad that uh, we can trust in God's providence mm-hmm. to take care of His children. We need to keep uh, our eyes on Him, and obviously not on the government. That has not worked out very well for anybody. Um, what else? Uh, oh this weekend taylor oh, yeah 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 we did a uh, a food giveaway uh, at uh, the crc with the crc over at pearl plaza and we shared the gospel we actually had uh um a really really talented and um spirit-filled singer named Akil mm. who shared uh some beautiful music praising the lord and gave some inspiring words, and uh, I got to share the gospel with people. Uh, over seven hundred cars got served, and and uh, Saturday we turned away almost eight hundred cars. Mm. They they said that the cars were lined up from Pearl Plaza all the way back almost to ninety five, which uh-huh. is a long yeah. way. Um, it was a really really great day. Uh, we had over a hundred volunteers out there. Half of them were SWAT guys and their wives and other women SWAT women was on the scene. Nice. Lori came out with my daughters, Ellie, Rebecca, and Abby and Becca and Abby were out there handing out bags and it was just awesome. It was a great thing to be able to interact. And, um, channel four news came out and, uh, did a, a little piece on it. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. And they even put in there that we prayed with 700 people, which was I thought was great that they put, you know, we're doing that. Because when we first did our first one about four years ago, you know, Councilman Gaffney said that was the first time that anybody had ever prayed with people at those food giveaways. Wow. And we've been doing it every time, and it's been awesome. And especially around this time of year, people can get really discouraged Mm -hmm. around the holidays. And so uh, we're going to do another one, I think. We're working on another one, uh, possibly at Lot J, uh, to give away uh, hams at Christmas, which would be awesome. Uh, And at 30% increase, man, that's (laughs) going to be some money. So, hey, if you want to be a part of that, just uh, send me an email Doug at SWATradio.com. We're going to have our SWAT guys there. I think SWAT women will be on the scene again and uh, working with CRC. And uh, we'd love for you to uh, join us. And if you can't be there in person, but you would like to donate to help take turkey or take hams and food to those people, you can uh, go to SWATradio.com and click the donate link and donate that way. So we'd love for you to be a part of it.
2: All right. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: You can plan on me Please have snow And mistletoe And presents on me
2: That is, I'll be home for Christmas by Bing
1: Crosby, right? Yeah, Yeah, what about Thanksgiving, oh, man? I mean, like, so many people I know, people are adamant to get to Christmas this year. You know, they are, uh, people are putting up more stuff. I mean, like, even Christmas movies, okay, and Christmas shows, like, over the weekend, I don't know if you know this, but uh, over the weekend, they were showing... All the Christmas movies hmm. they showed uh Polar Express and wanna yeah you know, I like that movie it's kind of weird, but people <laughs> I, I like that one um, and um, Christmas vacation and you know how the Grinch stole Christmas and uh they're they're showing those and it's ten days before or uh, two weeks before Thanksgiving they almost never show those till December
2: well, you know what it probably is everyone's buying their Christmas stuff early because they're know. afraid that you well, know. well
1: they're trying I think there's some kind of trying to get people in the mood to go out and do it I guess because yeah. they're afraid supply chain they won't be able to get it yeah but uh anyway uh hey I did want to share one story before we get in the text we're going to get into text it's a, it's a short text this week but a powerful text about the gospel that Peter shared with Cornelius and we're going to get into that in just a second but Man, you know, people are going, it's the end of the world with COVID and all this stuff. Did you hear about what went on in Egypt? Mm-mm. Listen, um, they had these floods over there, and scorpions were washed into people's homes oh. by heavy rain and all the flooding. And three people got stung to death by scorpions, oh. 500 were injured by scorpion stings. Wow, hail and thunderstorm along the Nile River uh, put the scorpions and snakes out of their usual hiding places into people's homes. And there's actually videos that show the scorpions trying to get into one house. It's like something out of a horror movie, man. And huh. uh, Egypt, for uh, uh, if you didn't know, is home to what's called the fat-tailed scorpion that are among the most deadly in the world. They literally their venom can kill you in one hour. Mm. I mean, you you think about a scorpion, we see scorpions here, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen scorpions over here. Um, but 500 people were hospitalized after stings. The schools were closed to protect the kids from scorpions and snakes. Now that sounds like something out of, you know, the Exodus. I mean, yeah. like, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, that's crazy.
1: Um, and so, um, but the people were given venom and and all those five hundred and they went home. But uh, wow, I mean, it's just uh, it's really crazy that uh, they they if that venom gets to their heart, it'll kill them. They said if it gets up mm-hmm. there. So then uh, they if they had a lot of extreme weather over there. But like, you wow, that's you know, it made me think of that show, A Thousand Ways to Die. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that uh-huh. old show that used to be on? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, can you imagine, like, floodwaters sweeping scorpions, like, trying to come into your home?
2: That would be terrible. And then it said snakes. I don't like snakes, so this said snakes, too. That would be,
1: ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Um, Well, this week, uh, we are in the Book of Acts. If you are just tuning in for the first time, SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And we have been on a journey through the book of Acts. Acts was written by Luke. It was written as a second of one of two. It was one of two letters, and it's the second letter written to a guy named Theophilus. And it was written to kind of tell the story of Jesus, what Jesus uh, began when he wrote the gospel of Luke to him. And then in the book of Acts, the work that his disciples continued. And we've been on this journey looking at how the disciples – uh, received the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter two, just like Jesus promised. He said, "You're going to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth." And and so the Holy Spirit came upon them. Peter preached in Acts chapter two, a gospel message there, and um, uh, a couple of thousand or three thousand people. Right? It was three thousand. I think it was three thousand. Yeah, three thousand people responded to the gospel. And then, uh, well,
2: when it 3000 men, so well,
1: well, it was 3000 people. I think it said in Acts chapter two, it was 5,000 men total in, uh, Acts chapter, um, uh, four, but Peter preached and he, he was kind of the leader of the group, but it was Peter and John that was there doing it together. They were doing ministry together and it was just the unfolding of the continuing work of Jesus and the Holy Spirit to take the gospel to people. And uh, we see in Acts chapter 8, the Samaritans are brought in, and just like Jesus promised Jews and and then Samaritans, and uh, Ethiopian eunuch was also brought into the kingdom, which would signify the ends of the earth there outside of Israel. But the Gentiles as a whole had not been brought in. And in Acts chapter 10, that's what we've been looking at for the fast for the past few weeks. Is Cornelius, this Roman centurion, is uh, is a God fearer That means he is he's not just a Gentile. He is someone who has been hospitable to the Jews. He's given alms to the poor. He's prayed to God. He is a God fearer but he is not converted to Judaism. And this is somewhere around eight to 10 years after Jesus' crucifixion. And so there's a reason that he did not go all in with the Jews, probably because he had heard about Jesus, didn't know the whole story, and he's trying to figure out or hear hear the gospel message proclaimed, what is the gospel? And so God gives him a vision, gives Peter a vision, Peter's over in Joppa, and he gives them both visions about each other, tells them to come together, and tells Peter to go to Cornelius' house. And we looked at uh, over the last couple of weeks that in every salvation experience there's a divinely orchestrated plan where God chooses his people in his timing and he does it his way. And, and, and that's because he's sovereign, he's providential, and he is bringing it together, putting this masterpiece of life together so that all of his children throughout the world will eventually bow their knees to him. But there's people out there in the world today who are God's kids that don't know his kids. They may be Hindu. They may be Buddhist. They may be Mormon. They may be, um, uh, they may be who knows what they are. They could be pagan. They could be atheist over in Russia, um, agnostics. It doesn't matter what they are right now. What matters is that their names were written in the Lamb's Book of Life before the world began, and his people are going to go to them just like Peter went to Cornelius. Think about what Cornelius grew up with. He grew up in a pagan culture that worshipped the Greek gods, the Mm. Roman gods, and worshipped Caesar as God. But something ate at him and said, this isn't right. Something gnawed at him to the point to where he became a god And even though he didn't convert all the way to Judaism, he was a fear of the God of Israel, and he was hospitable to the Jewish people. He he was uh, a guy who was righteous in the sense that he knew God's value system, and that was important to him. And so uh, so we see that God's plan is unfolding, this divinely orchestrated plan but we also saw in this story a divine how God divinely ordains His priest. Even though Philip of um, was there, who had been in Samaria, who had led this great revival of people in Samaria to follow Messiah, even though he was in Caesarea, God didn't use Philip. Hmm. He used Peter. He wanted Peter to go. And just like I told all the people who were at the outreach on Saturday, you know. The people that are ministering get blessed and ministered to as much as the people they're ministering to. And so Peter's life has changed on this day too. Not, he, Peter is already a believer, but you know what? He still had some rough edges. And one of those was there's no way he would believe that a Roman should be in the kingdom of God. But instead, God says, I'm going to use Peter in the life of Cornelius – and I'm going to use Cornelius in the life of Peter. And so we see this divinely orchest- uh, ordained priest as Peter goes to Cornelius. And what happens in both their lives is this divine opportunity to profess a loyalty to God. Because the only way we truly profess our loyalty is how, Taylor? By obeying. Yeah, obedience. It's obedience. You can say you love God all day long, but ultimately the way we profess our love for God, he says, if you love me, you will what?
2: Keep my commandments. Keep
1: my commandments. You will keep my commandments. You will walk with me. We will be together. And so uh, what happened with Cornelius is the Lord said, go send people to Peter and bring him back. And he said to Peter, you go with these people he sent. And both of them obeyed. They went. They did it. For Cornelius, was there a cost? You betcha. He could have been uh, convicted of treason, Mm. and yet he still sent one of his most trusted guys with two servants to go get Peter. Was there a cost to Peter? You betcha. I mean, could you imagine if, if God gave you a vision and said, okay, Taylor, I want you to go over. This was when Osama bin Laden was alive. I want you to go Osama bin Laden is going to convert to Hmm. Christianity, and I want you to go. There would be a big cost in you stepping out in that role, wouldn't it? Yeah, Mm -hmm. so there was. And so finally we saw uh, in uh, that whole exchange there is a divinely observable presence. The presence of God was visible in Peter and the six men with him because they were believers. Any true believer carries with them the presence of God. It never leaves you. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. That presence is there. Now, it doesn't always manifest itself. Sometimes when we act in the flesh, it's it's hidden. But at that moment when they were obedient and they were following God, that spirit was present in such a way that Cornelius goes, wow, surely we are in the presence of God. We are here in the presence of God. So that's kind of where we left off. And when we come back, we're going to look at ten thirty-four through 43, and we're going to look at five things about the gospel. It always starts with God. It's not partial to any group or person. It presents Jesus of Nazareth, the human, and the promised Messiah who's divine. It testifies to the resurrection, and true salvation always results in ambassadors that testify that Jesus is King, Judge, and Redeemer. And We're going to look at all those when we come back.
2: All right, we will be back with more after the break. I'd like to give a shout-out to all of our listeners listening in Virginia at the Lighthouse, as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, listening on WMER, as well as all of our local listeners, 91.7 here in Jacksonville, 91.9 in St. Augustine, and 91.3 in Folkestone, Georgia. We'd also like to give a shout-out to our listeners who are listening online, wherever you are, in the country or around the world. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more after the news. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. That was Feliz Navidad by I don't know who, but uh, classic uh, Christmas song right there. Um, If you are just joining us, we are in Acts chapter 10. That's the first
1: words in Spanish I ever learned, man.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, hola, I think I learned that one probably first, but... Uh, We are in Acts chapter 10, looking at verses 34 through 43. Uh, If you missed any of this program so far and would like to go back and listen, you can go to www.swatradio.com. Again, that's www.swatradio.com. Click on the past programs link there. You'll be able to find our full catalog of programs, including this one in about an hour or so. Again, that's uh, the past programs link at www.swatradio.com.
1: Hey, I wanted to uh, let our listeners know, that uh this thursday uh uh, the the guest you know thursday is guest day and this thursday my guest is going to be galen patrick uh galen is a local like uh, evangelist here in jacksonville and he was out there saturday i Mm -hmm. love this guy uh (laughs) He probably won't like me saying this, but he reminds me a lot of Kevin Hart. I mean he is like a Kevin Hart kind of guy, but he's a believer i you know Kevin Hart says he's a believer. I don't know that I don't know where he's at a lot of people in in um Hollywood say they're believers, mm-hmm. but uh this guy is a true blue believer, and he was out there Saturday. we had a great time, and I invited him to come on he He has a local ministry here, and I thought it'd be good to have him on and just share. Uh, what God's doing in his life, and just to hear from him about how you can help pray for him and support him. And so he's going to be our guest Thursday, Galen Patrick. So uh, I'm looking forward to having him on. Um, You know, Taylor, when we broke um, for the break there, uh, we were talking about the presence. And, you know, the scriptures say that God's spirit dwells in you. If you're his, the spirit of God is in you um first john says god is love whoever abides in love abides in god and god abides in him it was a very loving act for peter to put himself in danger to go to this roman's house because like i said peter was probably number one on the most wanted list as the leader of the way and so um right before we broke i kind of laid out these five things about the gospel the good news um that uh, we see in this text today, Acts ten thirty four, and I really, if you're listening today, I, I want to ask you to to really open your mind up a little bit and be honest with yourself about what your definition of the gospel is. And if you were to, if somebody just said, "Hey, listen, I want you to go share with my my neighbor. He wants to know, and I I, I can't speak uh, for whatever reason. I my, I have some kind of throat condition and I can't speak, but they want to know." What would you share with them? Where would you start? What what would be important to include in that presentation to somebody? You got to remember that uh, Cornelius was a pagan, a Gentile. He he came from a background of not knowing all the stories of the Old Testament or the prophecies, but he knew the story of Jesus. Why? Because he had lived. He was there. Uh, somewhere he he would have been familiar, and we see that implied in the text itself when Peter says, you yourselves know the story. Mm. So that's clear that they would have known the story of Jesus when he walked the earth. What they might not have known is the story about Gehazi and Elisha. They might not have known some of the, the sons of Israel. They might not have known about Methuselah. They might not have known... You know about uh, Enoch, uh, some of uh, David. He may not have known all those stories, and so, but he he is listening to Peter share. And in this presentation, we can learn a few things. That first of all, the gospel, the good news, always starts with God. It always starts with God. Again, it's not partial to any group or person. It always presents Jesus of Nazareth, that's the human Jesus, and the divine Jesus. It doesn't limit just one. You don't just give people the divine Jesus. You give them both. Mm -hmm. He's fully human and fully God. It always testifies to the resurrection. Without the resurrection, there is no gospel. And it always... In the life of true believers results in ambassadors that end up testifying that Jesus is king, judge, and redeemer. And so those are the five things this week we're going to look at. We're going to focus in today on starting with God. And Taylor, as we get started, I'm going to ask that you read verses 34 through 43 as we go into this. All right.
2: So Peter opened his mouth and said, truly, I understand that God shows no partiality. But in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. As for the word that he sent to Israel, preaching good news and peace through Christ Jesus, he is Lord of all. You yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee after the baptism that John proclaimed, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him, and we are witnessing To him, all the prophets bear witness that anyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. Yep, that's it, through his name.
1: Through his name. Um, Thank you, Taylor. Mm -hmm. May God bless the reading of his word. You know, usually every year around Easter or Christmas, all the magazines, all the news stations like MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, PBS, they all do these specials on Jesus, the real Jesus you know the reason for the season. What? Who was the real Jesus? Sometimes they'll call it the search for the historical Jesus or the real Jesus, um, and and they usually present some type of scholar or academic who could really kill, care less about the Bible itself and what the Bible says, because they're ultimately rejectors of God's truth. They they don't respect the Bible, um, and you hear the stories or read the articles, and they usually will try to lead you to believe that Jesus was someone other than what Scripture itself presents. In fact, they'll say he's a good man, a mystic teacher, a revolutionary, a Jewish storyteller, a preacher of social justice, some kind of advocate for social justice. Um, But he's not that biblical Jesus. Uh, They deny his deity, his miracles, Uh, They try to write off the resurrection and say it was a figment of the disciples' imagination. It never really happened. Um, In fact, they believe that the disciples made Jesus deity even though he wasn't. He was just like everybody else. He died and Mm -hmm. he was no more. Um, And uh, one magazine um, years ago said that, There's been nothing new discovered about Jesus since the writing of the Gospels, and that's true. But you know, when you think about all the the academics making these claims that are in conflict with God's Word, how did they do that? How did they? You know, how did they spin all these lies? Well, that's because Satan has been spinning lies for years. He's trying to discredit, and and he does it in every generation because he wants to lead people to reject the deity of Jesus. Um, And and these academics do it, and most people do it, not because of lack of evidence. The reason they reject is because they don't want moral accountability to the God of all creation. They don't like the message that it sends. They don't like the value system he he holds up. Uh, They don't like the Jesus of the Bible because he judges the living and the dead. Uh, if the biblical Jesus is true, then our sin is a problem. And we will ultimately uh, stand before God, and we're in danger of his judgment if we don't do something uh, with our sin. And people want to continue in their sin, and what they want is they want to create their own version of Jesus. Oh, my Jesus would never send anybody to hell. My Jesus wouldn't judge anybody. And what we see today is Peter preaching to Cornelius and his family and his friends, the simple gospel. He focuses on Jesus. He focuses on the resurrection. He focuses on God's forgiveness. It starts with forgiveness and peace. It ends with forgiveness and peace today. It's a very simple message, so simple that a child can understand it. Um, And Peter, this is not the first time he's preached in Acts. He preached in 2, chapter 5. He's preached to the Jewish leaders and now here he is with Cornelius. And in effect, what he's doing when it says he preaches the good news, and that was mentioned in the text, that word good news is euangelion in the Greek. And that word was only really used, it was a secular term. It wasn't a spiritual term that Luke coined there. It was a secular term that the, the there would be a, a crier. You know what a crier is, like a city crier? There's somebody who would stand up and proclaim good news, And what they would do is they would stand up in the city square when a new emperor was born, when a um, a new emperor was crowned, and when an emperor won a great victory. Those were the only three times that the euangelium would go forth. And so what was the criteria there? When a new emperor was born, new emperor was crowned, or a great victory had been achieved. Did Jesus achieve a great victory on the cross? Absolutely. Was he the new emperor who was crowned? Yes, he was. And so Luke uses that term, and in this text, six times, that small text you read, it says God, God shows no uh, partiality, God anointed, God was with him, God raised him, God chose, God appointed. And the gospel, the good news, starts with God. It goes all the way back to Genesis chapter 3 as part of God's providential plan. In Genesis 3, after man sinned and broke fellowship with the Creator, God says what in Genesis 3, your seed is going to stamp on the head of Satan. And in Genesis 12, he told Abraham and you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. That was God's plan. But notice what has to happen. What does it say Peter did? The very first thing you read, the first few words, and Peter what?
2: Open his mouth.
1: You cannot give the good news if you don't open your mouth. You can't live out a gospel message so that somebody sees it and repents. You have to tell them. And so Peter's telling the good news. And remember, it always starts with God. And when we come back, we'll pick up on that. And um, we're going to look at what Moses said, what Peter said, and what Peter actually said in this text today.
2: All right. We will be back with more after the break. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be
0: right back. at www.astore.com
2: Mary, did you oh, so know? Mary. And the voice sounds familiar, but I can't. Uh, I don't know who it is either. I can't say who's singing. I just it. love
1: the song. It so. is a great song. But listen, uh, okay. I made a promise to you last week. These folks, I have to apologize because these Christmas songs—they're not lame, but they're just a little too slow. They're right so, at my speed. <laughs> so next week, i I'm, I'm told by Larry and Steve that we're going to have uh, some new Christmas songs that will be encouraging for you. So uh hopefully Monday and Tuesday uh, we'll have some good songs for you, okay? Yeah. And uh we're going to do some best of next Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and the following Monday because of the holidays and it's Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't know what your plans are. I hope you are planning to celebrate Thanksgiving with somebody and to be thankful. There's always something to be thankful for. We are to celebrate And be thankful always. The Bible says pray without ceasing. Give thanks always. And one of the things we can be thankful for is the good news. And, you know, Taylor, I was just sharing with you um, before we left about Peter. And it says, and Peter opened his mouth and said, truly, I understand that God shows no partiality. So he starts with God. And, you know, back in Exodus chapter 19, Moses, when he got the Ten Commandments, he says to the people, you yourselves have seen what I did to the Egyptians. He's talking about God there. This is what God told Moses to say to the house of Jacob. And how I bore you on eagles' wings. Again, where is it starting? It's starting with God, who he is, what he's done. And brought you to myself. He, from the very beginning, everyone, it's about a relationship with a creator. Somewhere along the line in our culture, we started making the gospel start with the people that we were talking to. Mm. The listener. And that's not where it starts. The gospel starts with God. There is no good news that starts with man anywhere. It starts with God. God is good all the time. All the time God is good. It starts with him. And even back in Exodus, he says that. He says, now because of these things I've done, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, you will be my treasured possession among all people for all the earth is mine. You will be to me a kingdom of priests, a holy nation. And these are the words that you shall speak to the people of Israel, he tells him. The people were to be priests, a holy nation. The reason God gave the Ten Commandments was for people to realize they needed God. Paul says, I wouldn't know what sin was without the law. The, the, the Ten Commandments is not getting given to make you just feel miserable. It's to make you feel needy. We should feel like we need God's mercy. We need God's help. 1 Peter 2, Peter takes this and he picks up on what Moses told the same people, and he's obviously under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit saying the same thing when he says in 1 Peter 2, 9, he says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possessions, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. The whole reason God wants you and me to open our mouths is to tell people the good news that Jesus Christ is king, that Jesus Christ is judge, and that Jesus Christ has redeemed us from the penalty of our sin, and we can be in a relationship with the Creator. Now, this weekend, I met a young lady who was in one of the cars, and um I'd given her a Bible, and I asked her if she believed it, and she said, no, not all of it. And I was talking to her, and she said, I'm spiritual, but she didn't believe the truth of the Bible. She didn't believe Jesus was God. Folks, if Jesus is not God, he can't be our sacrifice. If Jesus is not God, if he's just human, um, if he's only human, he can't. Be perfect. If he was just another man, that means he has a sin nature in him. But he was born of the Holy Spirit because he was God. Jesus pre-existed his human condition on Earth. I mean, the the whole Jesus has been around from the beginning. Jesus was there in Genesis when the world was created, but he just wasn't in his human form. He laid aside his God authority. He laid aside his god power to take the form of a human so that he could be crucified on the cross for us to pay the penalty for our sin. And the Bible says, "If you believe in him." That's what Peter said. "If you believe in him, not just in what he did." And I I am very fearful that most people in our country believe that because they believe in the acts of Jesus that he was a good man. They believed in the fact that he died on a cross. They believe in these acts, but they don't believe in him. Because if they believed in him, then they would follow him. Because he says, follow me. He didn't say believe in what I do or what I teach. He said, follow me. Follow me. Uh, And we have made it such a a transactional thing where we just got to get people to pray a prayer. We just got to get them through this. Acknowledge you're a sinner. Acknowledge Jesus died for you, and then you can be saved, and you know you're saved now. And it's a transaction event instead of somebody having the Holy Spirit that they've been yearning for their entire life, like Cornelius, who knew when they were teaching him about Roman gods, there was something deep inside that goes, this ain't right. When Caesar said, "You," I mean, when his commander said, we have to praise Caesar, he's God, there was something inside that said, no, this isn't right. So you may be out there today your whole life. You've been religious, just like Cornelius was, but you're not a believer. Something just hasn't been right. And what's not right is the Holy Spirit has not come upon you You've not been reborn because you've believed the facts about Jesus, but you've never really believed in him. And you go, well, how do, how do you know that? Well, you know, when you go to the doctor, how do you know you're sick? They give you what? They, they, they take you in and they give you uh, some, they take your temperature
2: yeah, give you a diagnosis. They check your
1: vital signs, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Isn't that, that Every time you go in the doctor, what do they do? Check your blood pressure, your temperature, your weight. Mm-hmm. And, and they take your vital signs, your pulse. Well, just like there's physical vital signs, there's spiritual vital signs. Do you read the Bible? Well, sometimes. Well, if you're God's child, he says... To meditate on it day and night. Meditate on it day and night and you will be like a tree firmly planted that produces its fruit in and out of season. That's what his word says. So if you don't read his Bible, best case, you're spiritually sick. Worst case, you're dead. Second vital sign, prayer. You know, Lori was talking to me the other night about this, and she said, you know, our prayers really reveal a lot about us. What if you don't pray at all? Can you imagine not having any conversation with the creator who sent his son to die on your behalf so that you could have daily conversation with him?
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would imagine that there's a lack of understanding of your place in the world and, um... Yeah, I mean, I, I I haven't really thought about not, you know,
1: what it would be like to never pray. Yeah, and yeah, but 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 so if you don't pray and you don't read the Bible, again, best case you're spiritually very sick. Worst case, you're spiritually dead. Yeah, you've not been born again. But even if you are a believer, your prayers, uh, like Lori said, tell a lot about you. Do you only pray? For the physical? Mm. Only pray for the temporal? Do you only pray for pleasure? Do you only pray for for just your needs to be met? When's the last time you prayed for somebody's salvation? When's the last time you prayed for somebody who has gone away from the Lord to come back to the Lord? Uh, so, So, you know, these are things that we are here. When we pray, we join God in his work. Prayer is not just to move God. It's to move us mm-hmm. in accordance with his will and to be in fellowship with him. And then a third vital sign is, are we dependent on him? Like like when we wake up in the morning, do we even think what God wants us to do? Do we even give him a thought? Are we led by the spirit? Or the spirit gives us an opportunity and we go, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I, I don't really like that. That's mm-hmm. not my cup of tea, you know? So again, if these vital signs in his word, praying, led by the Spirit, if those things are not a regular part of your life, best case you're spiritually sick, worst case you're spiritually dead and you need life. And just like Peter said, the good news is because Jesus died on the cross and took our curse, then you can be forgiven, but you have to call on him, you have to receive him, And just like he told Nicodemus, you must be born again. You've got to have this new spiritual birth. And you know what? It's no special prayer. It's no fancy formula. You just right where you are right now tell God, God, I have blown it. Man, I've gone away from you. I haven't known you. And as much as I've tried to be religious, Lord, I'm a fake because I don't really know you, but I want to. Would you start today and help me to know you? I believe in Jesus. I want to follow him. I want him to be my king. I want him to be my redeemer. And I want him to be, Lord, who he's supposed to be. Just tell him that. And you know what? My prayer is that you would start walking in this new faith every day from now until he comes back or until he brings you home. That's yeah. my prayer.
2: All right, that's good stuff. We are out of time. Uh, Real quick, Jose Feliciano was singing Felice Navidad. Yes, Uh, James. uh, Well, I'm
1: glad we cleared that up.
2: James, let me know that one. So, All right, you've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. You can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. Join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more SWAT Radio. We will see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you have a great day.